have a lot of sports in the Philippines. Basketball is huge in our country. What's a typical weekend look like? Is there DME in the Philippines? There was a chance I might have just stayed in the Philippines. I can work remote. You work remote. Why can't I work remote? Hey, welcome to the Offsite Team Member Podcast. I am here with my good friend, April. How are you today? Been busy. How are you? We've been busy as well, too, and here at Offsite Team Member, uh, we understand the challenges you face by running a DME company. Uh, we are here to talk to other business leaders in their quest to find really dependable off-site team members and to help you run your local DME. So uh, April, we're now on podcast number seven and I think what a good opportunity for us to just get together and talk about life in the Philippines. I know what it's like to be there because yeah. I've been there twice. You've spent your whole life there as mm -hmm. well too. I'd love to know how is how is the Philippines different from the United States? And I know that seems a little weird because, I mean, you've only been here once. <laughs> yeah. But compare, you know, the Philippines to the United States. What, what's the difference between the two countries? I would say first and foremost, um, the weather, because it's a tropical mm -hmm. country in the Philippines. So we don't have the, the snows and all that uh, fall. We only have summer and then the rainy season, I would say, but mostly mm -hmm. summer. So it's always humidity is it's always hot and humid all around the year but other than that i would say um coming from the slogan of our country it's more fun in the philippines i would say i'm sorry i, but... I did not know that was your slogan but i i can totally see yeah. why because mm -hmm. i know when i purposely visit you i'm mm -hmm. visiting you in january because here in central washington it's snowing it's icy it's cold it's dark and every day I was there in January, I think it was like a high of 78 or mm -hmm. 80 degrees, low of 60. It was perfect every single day. So yeah. it, it was awesome. So and so when you came out to visit us, you saw snow for the very first time yes. in your life. Yes, it, it was a dream come true because we don't have that here in the Philippines. So mostly mm -hmm. if, if you have the money, you can go to Japan. That's the nearest that you can get to experience mm -hmm. snow. But if you don't have the money, you just have to embrace the sun. <laughs> you can go to the mall. That's that's mm -hmm. the alternative. As you can see, we have a lot of malls in here and there's a lot of people. And the reason you guys, why... <laughs> I was shocked how much you guys all like to shop. Mm -hmm. Like everyone loves shopping in the Philippines. <laughs> I think it's the air condition too. So it's not just shopping. It's because we want to take advantage of the AC because it's hot outside. You've experienced mm -hmm. that one. So I think that's that's one of the things that we enjoy much during the weekend. Mm -hmm. Well, so well, let's. I mean, how do we how do we take a ten to twenty minute podcast and just talk life in the Philippines? Mm -hmm. I, I, what I'd like to do first is, I'd like to hear a little bit about education in the Philippines. So mm -hmm. you know, what we have in the United States is we have elementary school, middle school, high school, and then those that go on go on to uh, college or mm -hmm. uh, you know. Uh, some sort of trade. Um, so how is it set up in the Philippines in terms of school? I would say it's the same. Um, before we have a different setup, like there's elementary and then high school and then college, but they change it when a new president has been placed. Um, they mm -hmm. change it from, it's it's called K to 12. So kinder to grade 12. And then after the grade 12, you're gonna have to enter college. And then after college, you can do masters or you can go ahead and straight and work. So that's how it is but for the most so part. So everyone in the Philippines goes mm -hmm. to K through 12, just yes. like the United States. Yes, okay. that is right. Now, 
how much so Tagalog is your na- native language yes, how Tagalog. much schooling is done in English versus Tagalog so most of the subject I would say is in English because in the Philippines um, we only have like the major ones are Tagalog and then English but we have a lot mm-hmm. like 176 dialects on top of that but that depends on which location they live but basically like the most general one is Tagalog and English, especially when you are going to school. So from the beginning, you went into kindergarten up to the college, we are using both. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was really cool. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons when we were, it was coming down to, you know, where are we gonna choose what offsite workers to work, work with? We were choosing between India and the Philippines. We chose the Philippines because your English is so much better than uh, the Indian companies we were talking to—I'll just mm-hmm. put it that way—very easy to listen to. Uh, well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk sports. Do you guys have a lot of sports in the Philippines? Middle school, high school. Uh, tell me about you know what what that's like. Yeah, so uh, basketball is huge in our country. I know that the height is isn't that like not everyone is as tall as the one in the United States. Like when I went there. I was like, everyone is really tall in here, <laughs> but I never mm-hmm. believe so. But then again, basketball is a huge here in our country. And I think it's um, it's one of the obsession and it's one of the things that we got when we were colonized by the Americans. I, I know from history that they're the one who brought up basketball here in our country. So from then on- I didn't, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> and you're not as small as you think it is. So. <laughs> Uh, Mark, Mark, who produces our podcast, so we're very grateful to Mark. I think Mark's taller than I am, and I'm six yes. foot two. So it's not like everyone is short. I mean, there are quite a few people that are tall. Uh, so shout out to Mark. I'm going to draft him for my uh, uh, Howard's Medical Offsite Team uh, basketball team. Yeah. So typically, so you have K through 12 school, and then. Um, most people go off to college. Tell me about college. What's college like in the Philippines as well? Too? Do most? Does everyone go off to college? Most people. What, what does that look like? It actually depends. So, college is like four years, and mm-hmm. it's going to be. Uh, I mean, it's more expensive than going into elementary and high school since we have this trimesters that we call. So, in a year, it could be second, uh, two trimesters or third. Um, so, semestrial is what we call them. Now, mm-hmm. it is expensive and it's not everyone was able to do that. Like not everyone is able to finish their college degrees. Um, it, it, I guess it would be coming from the family issues as well, being in an Asian household. So I can see that. <clears throat> yes, um, it's, it's one of the problems that we get mm-hmm. to encounter growing up. I'm, I'm really surprised though, the number of offsite team members that do have either college degrees or up, uh, they might not have finished the degrees, have a mm-hmm. bit of college. I would actually say it's more than our U.S.-based side. So what's typically, you know, you know, of the, for every 10 people on our offsite team, how many people do you think have college degrees, no college, a little bit of both? You know, what's kind of the ratio, do you think? I would say five over five. Like mm-hmm. half, half was able to finish college, but I could say that half of them was able to go to college, not finish it, Mm -hmm. but they were able to go to. Because the thing in the Philippines is like, every family, education is really important. Like, this is the only thing that I can pass on to you and to your generation. Mm -hmm. That's that's what brought into us when we were young. So you have to make sure you're finished, but things happen, you know, life happens. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and I, and I, I see that as well too, because even you know you have a son, and you pay for your son to go to private school. Mm-hmm. It's very important for you to make sure that your son has a really good education. Tell, yeah. tell me a little bit about being a mom and uh, what 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 it's like, you know, uh, you know, r- raising a son in the Philippines. So I, I tried to make him have fun as much as possible, but at the same time, I wanted him to. Um, reach his dreams. He wanted to be a pilot, by the way. So I have to work mm-hmm. hard. He told for me that. that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he told you countless times. He kept saying he's an avgeek, so he knows a lot about aviation. And in the Philippines, it's one of the um, most expensive one. Like if you go to mm-hmm. an aviation school in college, you really have to. I mean, I have to start saving. <laughs> so it's it, it's nice that um, if he'll be able to finish his education I mean it's it's important because it's for him mm-hmm. it's not for us we have the what we call um, when we stop working so we're gonna get these benefits from the government so it's, it's only for him and uh, raising kids in the Philippines I would say it's good um, I would also add it depends on the location that you're at um, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's bad in some areas it's just that um, there is a right place for me. This is myself. Uh, I mean, this is only for me. There is a right place for you to raise a kid. And if you want to have like a smart or good kid, then the, the place also adds on to that. It's not just the I would people. say it's the same as in, I would say it's the same here as in the United States. Mm-hmm. There's different neighborhoods. Um, mm-hmm. And I was really, it was really interesting, you know, because we, we got to drive around and see all of our different offsite team members. And it really varied from neighborhood to neighborhood to neighborhood that we would go to. Let's change the subject to uh, healthcare in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. tell me about healthcare in the Philippines. Uh, granted, you know US based healthcare because you spend yes. all day billing for us, mm-hmm. you know, Medicare, Med Advantage plans, Medicaid. So what's healthcare like in the Philippines? Um, in regards to the healthcare, we do have this government hospitals that we can go to for free. But I would say that um, even in the news or any article, you would see that it's uh, low average when it comes to mm-hmm. healthcare, which is why a lot of Filipinos have this American dream because they know that when they go to America, they can work and at the same time, um, they'll be taken care of because in the Philippines, if, if you are not rich, um, most of the time you'll have to pay privately as what we call it mm-hmm. in here. So we pay for that. If you don't have the card, the health card, then you're going to have to pay out of pocket for everything. Yeah. The and I was really, I was really surprised because uh, we had worked together for a couple of years mm-hmm. and I did not realize how important health health insurance was or what you what you call a health card and you were you know you were very blunt with me like eric we need health care and mm-hmm. we had to kind of finagle something so all off-site team members that work for us we provide a health card for them mm-hmm. now you know the health card's different than typical health insurance explain to me how that works so the health card is um, one that you can use when you go to a hospital and then mm-hmm. they will charge that card up to the maximum limit that it allowed as compared to health insurance, health insurance is like having an insurance that you're going to have to pay for 10 years and then getting money out of it. Or you mm-hmm. can use that if you have um, some terminal illness, you can get reimbursement on that one. So it's different. So the health card is almost like prepaid health. And then mm-hmm. once you have it and then once you use it, then you use your card and then you have to get another health card. Is that correct? That is a prepaid health card. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, 
what, what other things, you know, so we, you know, we do DME, you know, mm. durable medical equipment. Is there DME in the Philippines? Tell me about that. You guys have wheelchairs, CPAP machines, nebulizers. What's that look like in the Philippines? Yes, actually we have those. So there's this place that everyone is um, aware. It's called Bang Bang. Mm -hmm. That's in Manila, right in the center of the Philippines. So you can get everything in there, wheelchairs, walkers, hospital beds, oxygen mm -hmm. tanks. However, the difference between the U.S. and then the Philippines is that you're going to have to pay for it your own, like if you yeah. need one. So your your health insurance does not cover DME? Mm -hmm. It does not cover DME. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Huh. Go figure. Okay, so now let's 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 jump to like what you guys like to do in your spare time. And I, I don't want to um, overgeneralize things because that's like asking an American, what do you like to do in your spare time? You could get someone who likes to surf or hike okay. or go shopping. Same thing. But uh, what, what's a typical weekend look like for uh, some of the Philippines? Um, mostly, I would say is that on, on Sundays they go to church because mm -hmm. we are a huge um christians who are uh, i'd say it's catholicism yeah. so that's um that's number one and then after going to mm -hmm. church it depends on your location like with myself um where i'm at right now in Cavite, what we usually do is just go near the lake you've seen um Tagaytay. it's near the mm -hmm. lake just have coffee and then have lunch with the family and uh, if, if you're near the beaches, like one of our team members in Batangas, they usually go out and then swim with with the near beaches in them because we are covered with water. So you truly do have water <laughs> everywhere. It's like every I love looking at the Facebook or Instagram photos of our team and they're always having a good time. Mm -hmm. And we're doing this or we're doing that or we're doing this. Um, one thing that is kind of neat, and it kind of makes sense when you think about it as well as cost, motorcycles are really big in the Philippines, aren't they? Yes. I swear, like, <laughs> all the guys especially drive motorcycles. Tell me a little mm -hmm. bit about the motorcycle population and why that's such a big deal. I think that the reason why it became, like, boom in, in the country, um, because it's not like that before. It, it isn't um, the same as the one in Vietnam. Like, everyone is mm -hmm. in their motorcycles. In the Philippines right now, it's becoming like Vietnam because of the traffic itself. There's a huge traffic, and when you're in your motorcycle, you can just go wherever way that you want. Mm -hmm. So it's easier. Yeah, you get around a whole mm -hmm. lot faster on the motorcycle. Yeah, they are yes. absolutely everywhere. The number of motorcycles. Um, I mean, we could talk. We could talk for ages. What's a question I haven't asked you yet about the Philippines that I should ask you, or you think our podcast listeners would love to listen to? I think they um, the places that they can go because I'm sure that not most that are listening knows about Philippines, mm -hmm. like the Philippines. Oh, so there's a country that's called Philippines. It's just mm -hmm. started to get well, but uh, I wanted them to know that Philippines is a country where you can go a lot of places. We have a lot to offer, like the, the tourist locations. Um, you can go hiking, swimming, and we also have lots of good foods. So seafoods, um, name it, we have it, and you're gonna love it. Uh, you've tried that one when we went to Palawan, the blue marlin. We tried fish. all. We tried. We tried all. What, what what fish did I eat again? Uh, blue marlin. Oh, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. the blue marlin. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Yeah, and it was really. 
you know, the Philippines is very, very affordable. I mean, coming to yes. the States, you saw how much more expensive things are in the States. Mm -hmm. But we stayed, I took our leadership offsite team to a five-star resort. I mean, we're talking really, really nice mm -hmm. resort. And we were just paying US dollar a little bit more than $100 a night. I mean, in the United States, you'd be looking at probably $400, $500 a night for that kind of resort. And here we're just spending a little over $100. Mm -hmm. So the US dollar goes a lot farther in the Philippines. Right. Um, plus the weather was just amazing, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, there was a chance I might have just stayed in the Philippines because <laughs> I can work remote. Mm -hmm. You work remote. Why can't I work remote? <laughs> yes. So that would have been cool. Uh, oh, I, I want to ask you. So beauty pageants are really big in the Philippines. Tell me, yes. tell me about the beauty pageant, uh, whatever you call it, atmosphere. Or I, I was really fascinated by that. So we love joining the Miss Universe and other uh -huh. pageants as well. But basically, um, if Filipina beauty, I would say, which is what we call it, Filipina mm -hmm. for girls. So we have this um, cool. Uh, body and then uh, we also have the brains I would say and how we present ourselves which is why we're into beauty pageants so mm. beauty and brains is what we have as Filipinas I would say which is why it's really big in the Philippines like if there's a beauty pageant it's like watching Manny Pacquiao do the boxing um, there's mm. no cars in the street like everyone is just in their TV watching that's how it is that's there's no traffic fascinating <laughs> It's all about the beauty mm -hmm. pageant. Yes. That's, that's really, really interesting. Well, good. I'm sure we'll, we will talk more about life in the Philippines. And, and the reason why it's, it's important to you, just like our mm -hmm. life in the States is important to us. And by having offsite team members, uh, you're not just some random biller on the other side of the computer. We do life right. together. We talk about mm -hmm. things. And it really is fun. So uh, here, offsite here, here at Offsite Team, we take the burden of sourcing, vetting, and interviewing ca candidates off your shoulders. So for example, right now, we have three ready candidates mm -hmm. to place on your team. Um, you've been training them. They're yep. all ready to go. So hopefully, hopefully by the time this podcast drops, um, they will have already been placed with another company, and then we'll be uh, training the next next mm -hmm. batch of offsite team members. But until next week, next week's podcast, we're going to talk about paying employees in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a monetary aspect, so we're going to talk about what that looks like, and things are really different. In the United States, as I kind of realized, oh, things are different. Yes. So, but that's next week. Uh, what this thing called 13th month pay is yes. and all sorts of 22 different holidays that you guys have is really interesting, but that's next week. So uh, until then, if you guys have any questions about the offsite team and how we can help your DME needs, uh, go to offsiteteam.com and April and I would love to talk to you. Until next week.